Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. In the first reading from this weekend's readings, we have the book of the prophet Jonah. Now, the book of the prophet Jonah is the shortest of all the books in the Bible, and it's one of the funniest. More to it, the book of the prophet Jonah gives us a great example of the call of conversion, in this case, the call of Jonah. It's a basic biblical truth. We are a called people. We are called to do the will of God, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And yet contrast that to our modern culture that tells us what? You are in charge of your life. No one tells you how to live your life, especially God or institutional religion. You follow your own will. Well, if we really believe in that, the problem with that statement or that belief, it's not biblical. The biblical heroes of the Bible place themselves in the passive voice, and God is in the active voice, calling them, directing their lives. What's the key for us all? Allow your will to be absorbed or to be swallowed up by the will of God. That's what we must do. And that's what the book of the prophet of Jonah teaches us. Jonah is called to preach repentance to the people of Nineveh so that Nineveh can be saved. So it begs the question, what is your call? What is God calling you to do? Or maybe yet, how can you allow your will to be swallowed up or be absorbed by God's will in order to do God's work in this world? I'll give you some examples. Say you work in law enforcement. Say you are a police officer, a sheriff, a deputy, Maybe you work in the courthouse. Maybe you're a lawyer. Well, make justice the center of your work. God is justice in himself. Well, allow justice work in and through you. And that's God working or calling you to do. Or maybe you work in education. Maybe you are a teacher. Maybe you teach in healthcare. Maybe you work in a school, grade school, high school, a college, whatever it may be. You're involved with education, will allow truth to consume you, such that truth is the motivation of all your efforts. God is truth in of himself. When you allow truth to dominate your life, then you are following God's call. Maybe you work in the healthcare field. Maybe you're a nurse, a doctor, a technician. Maybe you're involved in administrative aspects of the medical field, whatever it may be. Allow care for others to seize you. Jesus was a healer always. He cared for people diligently. When you motivate care for others, well, then you are answering God's call. And see, we can all answer God's call, regardless of the profession or the occupation we are working in. 
All of us are called by God. All of us have a mission. God grabs us and holds on to us to the extent that God's will absorbs our will. And when that happens, then we are responding to God's call. As I've said many times before, we all have a definitive purpose in this world. No one is here by mistake. We all are called to a specific mission in life. So is Jonah. Now, what does Jonah do with his call? God says to him, go east by land to Nineveh. What does Jonah do? He does just the opposite. He goes west by sea to Tarshish. Now, Tarshish is a city in the western side of the Mediterranean Sea. We would translate Tarshish as Timbuktu. That's where he's going. Now, notice the symbolism. Jonah went as far away from God as he could. And see, this is the central drama of the spiritual life. What do we do with our call? Do we embrace that call? Or do we, like Jonah, go to Tarshish, go to Timbuktu, furthest away from God, and run away from him? Look at the lives of the saints. The saints made the call from God the central organizing principle of their life. That's why they are who they are, saints. Now, we all know the story. Jonah gets on the boat. The storm kicks up. He's tossed over, and he's swallowed up by a whale. Now, notice the symbolism here. When our will is resistant to God, our will needs to be swallowed up by God. Our will needs to be absorbed by God. See, then and only then can we do the work of God in this world. Now, in this story, it says that as Jonah is in the belly of the whale, he's there for three days and three nights. He's confined. He can't move. And he's in darkness. Jonah needed that period of time to conform his will to the will of God. Now, we see this throughout sacred scripture. Great figures doing the same thing. I'll give you some examples. Look at Joseph in the multicolored coat. As a young boy, he was an obnoxious kid. He was self-absorbed. That's why his own brothers sold him into slavery. And as a slave in Egypt, he's accused of a crime he never committed and spends seven years in an Egyptian prison. Now, that was a period of time in which Joseph needed. He needed his will to be swallowed up by the will of God. And in doing so, after he serves his time in prison, he rises rapidly up the Egyptian government, becomes the second most powerful person next to the pharaoh in Egypt. And in doing so, he saves the lives of his family as well as all of Israel from starvation. Look at Moses. Moses, from the very beginning of his life, was a prince of Egypt. He was used to getting what he wanted. All he had to do was clap his hands and slaves would come running at his beck and call. One day, he sees a fellow Hebrew abused by an Egyptian official, and he loses his temper, and he kills that Egyptian official. And so you say to yourself, well, there's someone in control of their emotions. As Moses destined to be the leader of Israel, absolutely. First, he needed a period, a period in which his will needed to be swallowed up by the will of God. After killing that Egyptian official, he flees into the desert and spends many years as a shepherd, 
before God calls him to be the leader of the Israelite nation and lead them out of slavery into the promised land. And so, how do we understand our call? Or better yet, how do we understand that period of time in which our will is swallowed up by the will of God? How do we understand those times of darkness and despair in our life? Times when we feel like our plans are not being fulfilled. How do we read those times? Is it just dumb suffering? Well, I think we have to understand those times as a disciple of God, that our will is being absorbed into the will of God to conform ourselves to God's will. Notice in the story, it's a beautiful detail. Jonah, as he spends all this time in the belly of the whale, he's constantly praying. It's easy for us to pray when things are going well for us, but it's hard when things aren't going well for us. But nonetheless, God still hears us. Now the whale takes Jonah and he belches him up on the shores of Nineveh, exactly where God wanted him to be. Now this is important for us to understand. Sometimes the darkest times of our lives might be the very vehicle by which God is bringing us back, back precisely where he wants us to be. And that was so true for Jonah. Jonah then does exactly what God wants him to do. He walks through the streets of Nineveh for three days and he preaches repentance. And the people understand and believe and they repent. The king does. And it says even the cattle repent. That's so funny. Now, the important thing for us, when we cooperate with God's will, just like Jonah, great things can happen to us as well as to other people that we come into contact with. When we cooperate with God's will, God's grace flows in and through us and touches other people's lives. We become a conduit of God's grace in this world. And that's what happened to Jonah, and that's what happens to us. There's a great prayer of St. Teresa of Lisieux. She says, All the good that you will do is not because of you, but because you have allowed yourself to be used as an instrument of God's grace. And that is so true. And I think that's really the story of Jonah. Friends, I strongly encourage you, take some time this week. Read the book of the prophet Jonah. It's only four chapters. You can get through it in one sitting. It's one of the shortest and yet one of the funniest books in all of the Bible. And yet it gives us a great example, a great example of conversion on how we must allow our will to be swallowed up by the will of God. And in doing so, like Jonah, we can do great things in this world on behalf of Christ. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.